0: So we are about 40 episodes in now, if you can believe it. And one of our most popular has been holding your breath. Yes, holding your breath on purpose. People seem to love it. If you remember back then, we learned about a popular practice to improve your physical and mental health, and it's called breathwork. So today we are returning to the topic to learn about practical breathwork and why this professional breath worker says it just might make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, what's going on? My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today we're talking with Jesse Coomer, who is an author, professional breath worker, cold training expert, certified Wim Hof method instructor, personal trainer, and a professor of English. I mean, what does this guy not do? It sounds like his brain's pretty happy. Now, if you've never heard of the term professional breath worker, well, let me just break down what breath work is. According to the Wikipedia, breath work is a term for various breathing practices in which the conscious control of breathing is said to influence a person's mental, emotional, or physical state. We've talked about Wim Hof quite a bit on this show, but apparently that's just one form of breath work. But the idea is pretty much what it sounds like it's practicing holding your breath, exhaling, doing it for long periods of time, short periods of time. It's actually really, um, I don't want to say difficult, it's it's a challenge. It really is a challenge. But Jesse does this with his life, and we're about to talk to him in just a second. But if you are new around here and you're like, what are you doing? Talking about happy brains, talking about holding your breath. We are here to look at outside-of-the-box ways to stay mentally healthy. So if that is your jam, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And hey, have you left us a review yet? Have you, have you? Be honest with me. I want to give a shout-out to LaCarlas who says, a fun approach to mental wellness. It is refreshing to have a podcast offer positive and fun approaches towards our mental well-being. I absolutely love the host, Heather. Well, thank you. Thank you. She has both the knowledge of the subject matter and a sense of humor to make it work. Who doesn't want a happier brain? I really appreciate you saying that. Listen, I am learning alongside of you guys. When I connected with Jesse here, he's like, well, what do you want to know? And I'm like, tell me the very basic stuff because I am literally learning alongside of you guys. I would say. 95% 95% of our topics I've never heard of before, never thought of before. So it's an honor to get to uh, just be on this journey with you. So thank you again to LaCarlis, and if you haven't done so, drop us a line. Oh, now let's go ahead and dig into this with Jesse. He has so much cool stuff to say, but he identifies as a practical breath worker. Why practical?
1: There's there's a lot of different schools of I wouldn't say schools of, I will say, I'll say schools of, there's a lot of different schools of breath work out there. And to some degree, it's become sort of a branding like, okay, you'll do oxygen advantage or Wim Hof method or this or that. And really it's all pulmonary. It's all having to do with your respiratory system. And so what I get and in, Ever since I've been a breath worker, I've had a lot of people, they say, well, I do this style. And I'm like, that's awesome, you know, uh, and then they'll say, well, doesn't that conflict with this other style? No, it's it's all dealing with the same respiratory system. So whenever I get into, when, when I call myself the practical breath worker, what I I guess I'm talking about is the fact that you can use your breath as a tool and get a reasonable result and it and have that result very consistently if you actually learn how to do breath work. Regardless if you are trying or not, you are influencing your autonomic nervous system right now. Every person hearing this and you, right, and all of us, we're influencing our autonomic nervous system whether we know it or not with our breathing. And so when I am the practical breath worker, I'm saying, listen, there are practical steps. I, I'm not going to, throw a bunch of woo-woo at you. It doesn't matter what you believe. You are influencing your autonomic nervous system. So whether you're looking for something spiritual, whether you're looking for something very uh, much when it comes to like athletic performance or maybe you're just trying to not be as stressed, we can use our breath to get very repeatable results. Um, And I don't, with, with my practice, I tend to focus more on, folks who are maybe high stress, high impact, high performance people who are looking to get those reasonable, regular, applicable, practical results on a regular basis. We can do that with breath. And and it's actually very, very, I wouldn't say simple or easy, but it's something that you can absolutely do when you apply the right principles.
0: At what point in your life did you fall in love with breath
1: work. Oh, my God. Yes. So this morning, again, you know, every morning I wake up and I can't believe it. I first of all, I can't believe it's real. You know, if you would have gone back 10 years ago and, and told me, hey, Jesse, you're going to be a breath worker. I would have been like, what? What even is that? Is that, you know, <laughs> like, I, don't, I I just the, the, this the, the word itself, unless you know what it's all about is kind of weird. But about five or six years ago, I started to practice um meditation and I started to practice Wim Hof method and I started to practice pranayama.
0: How come though? Not most people don't just land on Wim Hof and whatever yeah. the last thing you just said. I've never even heard of that. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So so what the way it worked for me, <laughs> yeah, it was none of this has been on purpose. That's the thing. It, I didn't plan any of this out. Mm. Uh sorry my life, really. But the the biggest thing for me was. I was making huge changes in my life. I, I was, for 10 years of my life, I had been an opioid addict. And it was just, you know, anyway. hopeless, awful. But, you know, it was one of those things where I was functional, so no one knew. And then, and so I made a huge change in my life in 2008. And so, so I did something that you probably, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend everybody do. But as I was quitting opioids, I enrolled in graduate school. And I, which I think is awesome because I, I'm all about a person. If you want to take away like a negative aspect of yourself, make yourself into something you're proud of. Make yourself into something you want to be, right? Come on. And so, and so that was the beginning. Uh, strangely enough. And I had a roommate uh, as, a gra- as a grad student who encouraged me to, become physically active, which I was the opposite of um, for most of my life. And I started doing that. I was like, okay, okay, there's stuff. There's something going on here. Uh, but I still had an enormous amount of anxiety. So a friend of mine taught me how to meditate. And I got really interested in the science behind meditation. And I was like, okay, great. But I'm terrible at meditation because. You know, my joke is that meditation is so easy. You just sit there and don't think about anything, right? (laughs) Which if you've ever tried it is, I mean, you know the joke because it's very difficult to sit there and not think about anything. So I started looking for ways to improve my meditation practice and I tried yoga, which I really got a lot out of, but I was looking into meditation and I found pranayama, and I was, I was like, interesting. Okay. So if you breathe a certain way, now for me, it was a little too spiritual. And maybe that's why, one of the reasons why I say I'm the practical breath worker is because while I definitely do not, I guess, dispute the spiritual elements of breath work at all, it's not my main focus. It's not, it's, this is, that's not my wheelhouse. Right. So you don't come to me specifically if you're on some kind of a spiritual journey. And for, for me, it was about taking control of my anxiety my stress, my life, my thoughts, my emotions, all of these things. One day, I was on the weird side of the internet, and I think we've all been there, right? You just, you're scrolling through, you know, lizard people walk among us, or, you know, these weird things, and then there's this article of, it said, learn to influence your immune system consciously, and I said, oh, this is going to be hilarious, I, and it was one of those things where I meant to, I, I, the whole goal, I was going to click on it, read it, judge them, Right. <laughs> and then say, okay, that's a bunch of woo-woo nonsense and move on. Mm. But you know, try to, you know, it was it was one of those things I was at least gonna give it a little bit of credence. I was gonna read it and see what it was all about. Well, there's this guy named Wim Hof, and he had just proven this scientifically that you could influence your immune system consciously. And I was like, This sounds too good to be true, but he's got the science that backs it up. So I started practicing this Wim Hof method. And long story short, in 2016, I was actually one of the very first people ever to, I was in that first group of people to train directly under Wim Hof. And I became an instructor, started learning all about all kinds of different aspects of breath, and just became addicted to it. And so since then I've trained thousands of people in various techniques and wrote a book called The Practical Guide or A Practical Guide to breath work. Coming back to that practical part, and I am from the Midwest, right? We're incredibly pragmatic people. Okay. You know, all the, you know, the coasts have the pretty people The, you know, there's the, all the, you guys, I don't know, in Georgia, you got peaches, right? You've got, I don't know, you guys have a lot of cool stuff and you got But In the Midwest, we're very practical people. And so maybe that's where it came from. But I, I was like, okay, let me really understand what is happening physiologically and psychologically. Make it. I needed to write a book that was just like because there was no book out there that yeah. I felt like the one that I wanted it to be out there. So I, I wrote that book, and since then I've been training people and uh, working with first responders, athletes, military—you name it. It's
0: amazing. Now, this is a big question for you know a cond- very condensed answer, and we'll definitely link up and mention your book for an in-depth thing. But if you could briefly just give a quick argument to those who might be skeptical of what you're telling me to hold my breath and, you know, do all this crazy stuff and that's actually going to help my mental health, help me physically. Like, can you give a summary of your argument for that?
1: So, so my argument for breath work is you're already doing it anyway. And my proof is for instance, if you've ever been surprised, what did you do? (laughs) Right. If you've ever been relieved, what did you do? (sighs) right? We are doing breath work automatically because it's governed by our autonomic nervous system. But what we found through science is that we're able to use that same pathway to send signals right back to the brain. So the same pathway that the brain sends to your respiratory system, whenever you're calm or relaxed or whatever, you can use that same pathway to do the same things and get the same effects. That is in a nutshell- and I'm talking nut nutshell, tiny nutshell is breath work. And then of course we can expand from there.
0: How has this made your brain happy? How has this made you mentally healthier?
1: I didn't realize how much anxiety that I was walking around with on a regular basis until it was relieved. And I compare it to most most of my life. And this is, I tried to use a lot of ways to combat this, but I compare it to when you're in like, maybe there's a room and maybe there's a bad smell and you sort of adapt to that smell, right? You just mm-hmm. think it's normal. You, you don't even realize it's there. Mm-hmm. Then you walk outside yeah. you're like, oh my yeah. God, I was in that stinky room this whole time and I didn't know. And I guarantee you, the vast majority of us are walking around with far more anxiety than we, we actually have to carry around. And there is a way to remedy that. And that is through breathwork.
0: Now guys, connect with Jesse over at jessycomer.com That is linked in the show notes along with a six-week breath course that he offers and his awesome YouTube channel, which is fire. I also linked up the previous episode on breathwork if you want to check out another episode of Happy Brain on that. So slide over there in the resources section of the show notes. Hit up Jesse. Say what up. But I had to ask him before he left. Any last thoughts?
1: Um, when it comes to breathwork, it's not something that you have to dedicate enormous amount of time to do. So many people think that you have to sit there for 20 minutes and do certain types of breath work. And the most popular is Wim Hof method or or super ventilation, those really heavy deep breathing. That's one kind. But every breath you take is having an effect on your physiology, Hmm. having an effect on your heartbeat, your blood sugar, your adrenaline, your cortisol, you name it. There's There's so much that every single breath affects. And when you learn to breathe the right way, when you learn to breathe the way that nature intended, the way that we were all born breathing, actually, if you look at a baby, they're perfect breathers. If we can relearn that breath, your life, your health, all of those things are better.
0: Every breath you take is having an effect on your physiology. Every breath you take. I love how he says, relearn that breath. Whether you are following what BJ Novak does to get in a good mood, pretending to be someone else, alter ego, or holding your breath on purpose. Make sure you take some time for yourself today, my friends, and make that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.